Marriage Podcast. Uh, I'm Javier, and I'm here with my wife, Shannon. I'm just dancing out to our <laughs> intro song. It's kind of fun. I uh, hope everybody is doing good. We are coming to you uh, not live, but as we record this, we are well, in... Well, we're not dead. No, but we are in uh, Virginia. Yes. So, and moving right along. Actually headed back to Tennessee, so we're going to be in Tennessee for a while. If you're in Tennessee and you're listening to this podcast... We'd love to connect with you. We're going to be there for about a month or so, so it'd be great we have to be a, able to connect with We have several coaching were... spots open. So we hey. do. So if you're in the Tennessee area and you Find us on Instagram, connect messages. with Twenty Four Seven Marriage and the Marriage Lab, like we would love to be able to do that with you. All right, that's it. Here we are. What's going on? How are you? Uh, <laughs> you know wh- how I am. This is how I am. We got a little spoiled in Asheville. North Carolina where it was a little bit chilly and it you felt the first little happenings of fall and autumn where the weather was crisper and now we're back in the heat and it is literally driving me crazy well no we're not so much in Virginia because it's been raining we're saying we were in the heat now it's changing a little bit again so let's you i know we forget where we're at at well i know but i i just don't like that we're that it's always changing like as long as (laughs) it's called weather no 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 no. it happens often no if we were now we're in places where there's seasons javier you are not listening to me can i explain yes you may if we lived in one place like tennessee we would have all four seasons and your weather wouldn't change from one day being 90 degrees to the next day that's not true because you can be in a place where it changes from one it could be 90 one day and the next day it's going to be 60 because a storm blew in but i know what you're saying (laughs) <laughs> why do you have to be a thorn in of, my side for the sake of wanting to just argue with you we want to give people opportunities to see how we work out disagreements and arguments so we want to be able to do this well, well for if people. i had a frying and, pan i'd hit you on the head uh, you would not hit me on the head shannon gently i would no, give you a gentle you would, tap uh, well you have hit me a couple times during our marriage you want to talk about that oh my gosh you get three hits a year no you do not get three <laughs> hits a year if you're listening to and this, i've used like, them all you don't get three hits a year you don't get any hits a year. I don't know that I've ever hit you. One time I remember. I only remember one. I'm sorry if you remember more than that. And it, a hit. Maybe I've suppressed a lot of those memories I from pushed, our early years of marriage. I pushed you on the chest when I was angry at you once. I do remember that. I don't remember. That. Actually, I, honestly, I just I don't remember. Did you I just, just make know that, that up? No, but I know you have. I just, I have suppressed it. To oh. a point where, like, it's it's not even there. I just know it happened. So maybe the wound is there, wow. but I just have not really processed that. So Javier, I probably have you to need to tell everybody to that you are um, joking it. right now. Anyways, um, you don't get pocket. free hits in your marriage. Let's just be clear with that. There aren't free punches, hits, pushes, or anything like I that. I do really There's enjoy um, ever. trying to see how hard I can punch you on the arm. Okay. Well, you're joking. That's We're having fun. Around. Okay, I understand playing around. Because I like anyways. to see if I can um, actually hurt you, which is really I hard. Have no idea how we got to this point, but I hope you're doing well. I hope that each of you listen to the podcast that you are growing and like your marriage is being strengthened. And we hope that twenty four seven marriage marriage lab, the podcast, and all the, that we do is a resource and support to you. And there's new exciting things coming out because oh my gosh, we actually so many. started working on. It's not a devotional because I don't like the word devotional. I'm yeah, sorry for listening to this. It. I don't like that word devotional. 
Um, I, I mean, I do like the word. I know what it means, but what we're putting out is not so much that. We're calling it a daily read. <laughs> we're not sure what we're going to call it, but it's somewhat something like that. Mm-hmm. But maybe something a little bit interactive. But we want to do everything that's very short, nutshelled, practical, easy for people to digest, to read through. And Chan's giving me like, move on. No, this is important. They know these things. Anyway, some exciting things are coming up, um, but we are uh, excited about those things. All right, so where do we want to go today? What's on your mind? Well, here's been a question that I've been asked over the years. Actually, not so much a question, but a statement. So I'm going to pick your brain. Are you ready? Yes, I'm ready. Is it true that a person or someone in marriage can fall out of love? Um, that is maybe so no I would say it's a it's a difficult question my first response to that and you're going to have different people have different ways of approaching this and what they could say Um, we have a lot of people who have said yes I have fallen out of love and when we hear that before we say no you that's impossible or we talk about this fact of like maybe you haven't fallen out of love but you've fallen out of repentance and what we mean by that is that what does repent mean javier because a lot of people well, it means know. to ask for forgiveness and turn from the act of that that you maybe had done or to not go back to that behavior again so not just say i'm sorry but to turn from your behavior to not allow that to be part well, of what, what you do again. What if they say, so, I don't have any bad behavior. I've just fallen out of love with my spouse. Well, we can always find the behaviors, uh, patterns, and the things that maybe you have to own on your end. There always is those things. I think when people say, I've fallen out of love, it's that they have taken time. They're not taking ownership. They are blaming the other individual. They say I'm not happy because they have expectations of what they wanted and what they expected from the marriage. And when those are unmet, they say I'm not happy. Therefore, I'm falling out of love with them. I'm not in love with them anymore. I'll give you my answer now. It's very similar to yours, but a little different take. So I don't like the word fall because it looks like you accidentally did something like I slipped on bananas over in produce that's an accident but you didn't like choose to to fall there so when you say you've fallen out of love first of all let's go back to when we fell in love and say that we chose to love this person you made a decision and you pursued this person and you are now in love with them so to say that you fell out means that something happened out of your control and I don't believe that to be true I believe that you made a choice to not pursue and love that person just like you said yeah you've made a decision you allowed things to come into the actual relationship so like we allow boredom to come in Mm -hmm. we allow a lack of communication to come in we allow dishonesty to come in Mm -hmm. a lack of empathy to come into our marriage and then we're just not willing to do the work to repair it. So it's I, I think it's one of those things where people have heard the statement 
and it's much easier to say we've fallen out of love because then it seems like there's no ownership. Well, it's something like, else's responsibility. Like it happened to it me. It happened to me. And I yeah. couldn't control it. Therefore, nobody's really at fault here. We fell out of love. So you fell out of the ability to look past one another's hurts mm -hmm. and brokenness. And you mistakes. fell past mm -hmm. the opportunity to say, I get, get to, to instead of I, I have, have to, to. Yeah. you fell out of being able to see the other person's brokenness and maybe where they were struggling and the opportunity you maybe had to come alongside and love and invest into them so these are the things I think that people need to actually take a hard look at and they're not willing to yes it's easier to say oh we're falling out of love and guess what I can go find something else. They're going to go else find now. somebody else. And when that work gets too hard, they're going to be faced with the same dilemma. Yeah. So here's the thing. If you have used the words or if it's crossed your mind, and for some people, I understand. It actually has, I feel like I'm falling out of love with them. And so when you think about that statement that somebody makes, I think I'm falling out of love with them. What have you based that love on? Have you made that love conditional? Mm. Right. Like we said before, you've made it conditional. So there's certain expectations you have and certain things that you expect them to meet or mm -hmm. to do or where you thought your marriage would be. And because it's not there. Oh, it seems like we're falling out of love. We're not connecting as much as we used to. We're not talking like we used How to. We're not respecting one? one another. How about this one? We're not the same people we were when we got married. I hope you're not. I hope you're very different. I people. mean, you should be different in the sense of improving. Yeah. But I understand people do change. Yes. And there are times that people stand at the altar and they're like, and trust me, there's a lot of men. If you're listening to this where you stood at the altar and you promised all these things. And even when you were dating her, this is how you treated her and you sold her this bill of goods. And she turns around a year into it and is like, where is that man I married mm. who committed and promised and stood at the altar and said these words to me? I promise. And opened the car door for me and pursued me and dated me and all these things. And now where is that guy? Yep. Like, where do you go? Like, why did, wh where's that man? Mm -hmm. And so I see that happening. Like the guy I married, the girl I married is not there anymore. Yeah. What happened? Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean they're gone. It doesn't mean who they are inherently is gone. Has life taken over? Has there been illness? Has there been just kids? In general, what happened that there's a shift? And how do you get back? Well, that's that's the question. How do you get back? And sometimes uh, we fall into that trap of we did something when we were dating, but it wasn't who we are. We performed yeah. these acts. But yeah. it wasn't true to our character or our our habits. They yeah. weren't a part of, they weren't uh, woven into the fabric of who yeah. we are. I was like, oh, I'm supposed to do this while we're dating. And I need a wooer. And I need to, like, show up with this. And I need to do that. And then when you get married, we hear wives all the time. He, he stopped doing this. He comes home. He yeah. lays on the floor. He, he watches. The floor. <laughs> he watches TV. He picks up his he, video games. He, ve he vegs out. He yeah. barely participates around the house. Yeah. And I get yeah. it. Life has, like you said, Javi, it's, it can be demanding and it can be very yeah. challenging when you work a long day and you have a mortgage and you have kids and it can be exhausting. We both have been there. 
we both have been there. I have excelled at every level consistently all the time. So I feel like I'm doing okay. Well, if I had a bell to <laughs> ring or lightning to zap you No, with. I'm not. So, but this is a serious topic. So if, if you're a person, if you're listening to this and you've said those words or maybe you thought those words, I think we're falling out of love or I feel maybe my spouse is falling out of love with mm. me. I'm a, we're going to challenge you that you need to pause for a moment and, and ask yourself, what is really going on? Like, what is really taking place? Mm-hmm. So, are, is there a lack of communication happening? That because of that, you don't feel connected, and because of not feeling connected, you're feeling like you're falling out of that place of, right, of love or pursuit. Um what's actually happening is there a lack of empathy for one another of what's taking place and so that has now you've now have this frame of reference that well i guess we're falling out of love like because they don't understand me and they're not seeking me and maybe they haven't taken time to do that but have you Mm -hmm. taken time to do that with them Mm -hmm. to really look into where they're at and what they're struggling with and what they're going through and I think when peer- people go over through a period of time where they feel disconnected or a period of time where they're going through difficulties in life and they're out of sync, they're out of rhythm, it's easy to say those words. Oh, absolutely. So how does someone who's facing this actually well, you have navigate to, this right now? First of all, you have to step out of yourself. And okay. you have to remember that marriage is not about me it's about we it's about us and sometimes we can get very selfish and i can say javier's not pursuing me javier doesn't make any time for me he doesn't connect with me the way he used to he's never got time to help around the house he's never got time he's never has time to be with the kids and things like that but have i can have you communicated those things are you just building an artillery an art what do I want to say? Artillery? <laughs> arsenal. You're building your arsenal to launch your case against your him. attack. So uh, you have to ask yourself, am I just gaining ammunition or do I really want to uh, like have that conversation, those tough conversations where I challenge you and say, yeah. I feel disconnected from you and yeah. I feel that we need to get yeah. back to a place we once were. How do yeah. we do that? And is this important to you too? Yeah. Maybe this will be helpful. I don't know, um, especially for those listening to this of faith, you're going to understand this. And those of you who are not, like so many people listen to this who are, right, would say Christians of mm-hmm. faith, and some aren't. And that's and we love that. Uh, there was a season of my life where there's a scripture that says, come back to your first love, mm-hmm. right? And my first love is Jesus mm-hmm. and my relationship with him. And it's a relationship. And there was a season of my life where I was focused on so many of the other things around me and things that were good, right? Taking care of, you know, um, the work that I was doing in church as a pastor, mm-hmm. helping people, helping homeless people. I did a lot of that, like just working and ministering and loving on people and even my family, mm-hmm. right? Even those are all good things, nothing wrong with them. But what happened in the course of that? focused on some other things that I actually like felt like I lost my first love. I wasn't spending time in the one thing that was the most important priority, my walk with God. And 
like I had to come back to my first love. I had to take ownership of like, I couldn't say, oh, I think I'm falling out of love with Jesus or Jesus is falling out of love with me, which is not <laughs> even possible, right? Because <laughs> his love for you is infinite. It's unconditional. Never ending. And that's the thing that yeah. you need to recognize. It's unconditional. And I had to come back to my first love. So I had to stop and say, oh, I'm, it's not, I'm falling out of love with Jesus. I could camp on that and say, because he hasn't done A, B, and C. <laughs> he didn't answer my prayer the way I wanted him to answer. Yep. Or I don't see this happening. But you know what? There's no truth in that. I was the one who needed to make the change. Mm -hmm. So maybe you're the one who needs to make the change, who needs to examine how you've been in your marriage, how yeah. you've been maybe not pursuing or been distant or been disengaged or been stressed and have anxiety. And you're dealing with all those things which are real, but you can't say I'm just falling out of love because you have pulled back and not doing the work you used to do. Mm -hmm. So maybe for some of you, it's coming back to that place of just falling. Can I use that? I you don't, don't want like, me to look at. I don't like it. Okay, so not falling. Choosing. Coming Choo to that move. place of pursuit of your spouse again. Pursuit. And coming back to the start, to the beginning. Yeah. Because here's the thing. You're called to unconditional love. Yeah, regardless of what's being done to you. We're not talking about emotional, physical, or mental abuse. Yeah. Disclaimer. Yeah. But can I talk about one more thing that is a huge deterrent to you using that phrase, we're falling out of love, and it is your social media and what you're mm, letting... You're your, loving something. Your, your, what you're letting engage you. And when we start to entertain those friends and those people that I... I, an old boyfriend, somebody we went to, oh, we went to high school together, somebody I met on Instagram, and we start entertaining these people who make us feel playful, make us laugh, could be a co-worker at work, and all of a sudden, we find ourselves saying, why, wow, I, I find so much joy when I talk to this person on social media or this person at work, and I'm not getting that at home, so it must be that I must be falling out of love. Yeah, well, you've exchanged, right, your pursuit of your spouse for something else or somebody or something else yeah. and it's easier when you want that because that is enticing. glamorous enticing yeah. or exciting in that season but it's false and it makes and me it feel gives good nothing in return mm -hmm. and so maybe right now you're comfortable let's just say maybe right now as we kind of wrap this up maybe you're comfortable and it's easy to say, oh, we're falling out of love, but maybe you need we need to challenge you that maybe you're comfortable in this moment. And comfort is a liar. Comfort will not bring you any truth. And maybe you're comfortable enough just to not to avoid change. Like, oh, we're okay. You know, no, we like each other, but, you know, that's about it. Like, maybe you're just too comfortable in this season. Mm -hmm. And so, I guess I, we would pray you get uncomfortable. Yeah. Yeah, because discomfort is a place from which great marriages will grow. Yes. And so sit with this question. Have I said that, those words? Mm -hmm. Have I had that thought and why? Mm -hmm. Do I need to come back to a place of radical pursuit, right, of mm -hmm. my spouse? Mm -hmm. And for those of you of faith, it's coming back to your first love. It's coming back, right? And out of the overflow of your relationship with God, you're able to love yes. your spouse well. And because you are called, like we already said, to mm -hmm. unconditional love. Mm -hmm. There's no thing. There's no, no thing. There's nothing attached to that whatsoever. Well, we all said it in sickness and in t health. 
and in good times and bad times. But do we really believe that? Yeah. That's a question you need to wrestle yeah. with. There's so much on this topic. So um, much. Maybe we'll dive into it some more again. Um, but just wanted to kind of just encourage you in this. If this is where you're at, we hear you. It can be a difficult season. We want to challenge you to not use those words, mm-hmm. but to flip that and say, I'm choosing right to move back towards my spouse to pursue them Mm -hmm. and to re-energize reinvigorate to come back to my love Mm -hmm. um but also taking a look at myself what needs to shift and change if i i'll and i'll leave you with this we have personally encountered so many marriages that have been in the status quo mundane place and because saying those words saying those words and they have put in the work and the effort and they radically have changed their marriages. I have story after story. So it can be you. You can have an amazing marriage. So, But if you find yourself saying that, stop yourself. Yeah. Eliminate those words from your thoughts and vocabulary. your vocabulary. Anyways, um, it is so good to have you on, um, be listening into the podcast. I I have you on to be listening to the podcast. Uh, We appreciate you. Listen, uh, we want more people to to be able to be impacted and be able to us be able to reach through our podcast. And so make sure you rate, review, subscribe, leave us your comments, your questions, because that helps share this with others. Um, and make sure you connect with us on social media um, and the other resources that we have available to you. But anyways, have an amazing week. And always remember that in marriage, you don't have to. You absolutely get to. Thank you for listening to the 24-7 Marriage Podcast. Help us expand our reach by rating and leaving us a review on iTunes. Make sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss an episode. For more information on the work we do and how to support 24-7 Marriage, head on over to 247marriage.org and click on Partner With Us. Until next week, remember, in marriage you don't have to, you get to.